Hi, I'm Didi, a serial entrepreneur and lover of all things good. From a young age, I knew that I wanted my life to be extraordinary, and for years I asked myself, how could I fulfill that dream? With learnings all along the way, I've successfully created multiple businesses and revenue streams, created a life I absolutely love, and am now on a mission to help others do the same by cultivating their talent, learning how to invest in their dreams, and getting to the place where they can confidently stand in their power. So if you're here, I just want to ask you one simple question before we get started. What would you do if you could do anything? Let's dive in. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. Today I am talking about why you weren't meant to succeed as an entrepreneur. And I don't mean that in a bad way. It literally is uh, more so about how we've been set up as a society to think that we can't succeed as an entrepreneur. And then we never actually give ourselves the space to do so, right? So you know, you may have wanted to work for yourself or work on your own or build your own business for years and years and years. Maybe you've never thought about it. Um, you know, it always comes at a, some point in most people's lives, you know, you think, ah, oh, if only I could just do that and make money off of it. But again, it, you know, from my experience and speaking with my network and having done this myself, there are a lot of roadblocks and they're not roadblocks necessarily that we've created. They're kind of societal um, roadblocks that are put in place. And so I want to talk a little bit about that today. And as well, you know, how do you really get over that or how do you surmount that? Um, because I do think, you know, when you have everybody has this unique value that they bring to the table, everybody's got something different about them and nobody else has it. Right. And the amount of, you know, coaches and courses and mentors that I work with for so many different things, you know, these are things that I'm not good at, right? And I leverage these coaches to be able to be better at what I'm really good at. Um, and so I just think, you know, again, I, I see so many people and I have so many friends who will never leave their cushy corporate job because of their pension, or this is going to give me my mat leave, or this, you know, et cetera, et cetera, or I can never do that, Didi. I can never do what you do. It's like, yeah, you absolutely could. But I totally get it because, you know, coming from the same boat, a lot of the time, I didn't think that I could do it either. Um, and a lot of the time, we almost set ourselves up to fail because we kind of abide by these, again, societal constructs or these restrictions or what we perceive as constrictions. And at the end of the day, it's not to our benefit. So that's what I want to talk about today. And the way I want to kind of kick this off is just, you know, saying that for myself, I left the corporate world, you know, uh, three years ago fully. And it was a slow ease into it. It took me a long time. I could have left a long time before and been doing a lot better, you know, for far longer. But I didn't because I was scared. And I definitely thought, you know, how am I going to make this work? Am I really actually going to make it? Um, and I knew from the time I was a kid, you know, especially in middle school and high school, that I had no idea about what I wanted to do. Like, I did not know what I wanted to do. I was sure about that, right? And I'll never forget, like, going to career day in high school where you basically went to a place and they told you, you know, what you would be good at, right? And this was to help decide where are you going to go to university, where are you going to go to college? And I had no freaking clue. Um, 
And so I went and they told me, you know, you, you know, Didi, you'd be a great psychologist. And I'm like, what the fuck? I don't want to be a psychologist. Like I have no interest in that. Right. It seems super clinical. That's so out of touch for me. Um, like would never be something that I would actually go into. I ended up actually going into languages and linguistics because I, you know, speak French and Spanish. And when I was going into university, these are both languages that I was learning at the time as well in practice. And you know what? Honestly, I spent four years working on that, over four years working on that paper. And, um, you know, all this stuff I, I, I would have learned outside of school. Like the, the things that I actually learned that I actually apply, I've learned outside of school. That's not to say that if I had taken different courses or classes or really been more so in touch, maybe I would have taken business or whatnot. But I thought to myself, I don't want to be working corporate. I don't want to be in the business world, right? This was not something that I was, you know, really relating to even from that time. So, you know, when it comes down to it, we're really funneled kind of through a system. It starts from the very beginning. We go through middle school and we learn, you know, all these things, math, science, English, a lot of the things are important, you know, understanding how the world works and gravity and et cetera. Yes, of course. Good to know. Great to know. Um, and even basic concepts. But when it comes down to, for me, you know, Pythagorean theorem, <laughs> I don't even know if I said that right because I've never used it again. Right. Um, I don't really care about the sides on a triangle or what they're called. I do understand the shape and that's great. I know for different practices, different stuff is applicable. So, you know, make sure that I touch on that. But at the same time, there are so many things missing from the curriculum, again, that we're funneled through. It's incredible. Like, does anybody talk to you about finances, about taxes, about economics, right? We don't know any of this stuff. Um, and it's not taught and there's no plan to teach it, right? So we're basically going out into the world blind, um, especially after, you know, going into university or college is one step if you choose to do that or if you did that. And then going out into the real world after that is a whole other. And depending on the market and the economy and where you live and what's going on, you know, it can be a huge blow. And people, you know, it's like, okay, it's okay. Just put yourself in debt, go through school, go through school. It'll pay itself back. That's not always the case. People are paying off their student loans for years and years and years. Does it make sense, right? And that's almost, again, one of those pieces where it's like, this is normal, this is good, do this. Yet, if you have any other kind of debt, it's like, oh my gosh, bad debt, bad debt, right? It's, it's amazing the kind of constructs we put around that. If we're paying the government back money, it's all good. In the name of education and an education that, you know, for a lot of people, not everybody, absolutely, don't get me wrong, especially if you're more specialized and you know and you're passionate about your field, sure. But for a lot of people who just went into university to get the degree and get the paper, dude, like the amount of money you're paying back for that thing is crazy. And you're paying it for the rest of your life, like for not the rest of your life, but sometimes for the rest of your life. Like, I mean, it is absolutely absurd. And then when it comes down to any other type of debt, it's like, you know, even starting a business or doing that, it's like, oh, well, that's a huge risk. And that's this and that's that. And so it's just amazing to me how we put, you know, how we've been able to um, kind of judge or assign, you know, good or bad to these things based on what society has told us, uh, or what is good, right. Um, and I think that comes from a different, a few different points. But of course, Historically, 
you know, getting the job, getting the degree would put you ahead. That's not the case in this world, right? It really isn't. You've got to be really good at what you do or add that, you know, unique value or whatever that is, you know, or you might, you got to be passionate about it or you don't, you know, you might just be trudging through life, getting it done and doing the bare minimum and maybe working for a company that you don't even want to be working for, right? Um, and then it, it, so it just, you know, it starts from there. It starts kind of from the lack of education of the real world is it, truly what I believe. The next piece is, you know, once you're through the system and if you actually make it and you decide, you know what, this is not for me. I don't want to work for another company. I want to work for myself. I have something that I want to get out there to the world, right? Like I want to do this. Um, the environment is not conducive to that. There is no conducivity to being an entrepreneur like there's no ease of that right it's really about the I mean I remember when I went out and I became you know my own boss through the support of real estate not that that's the only thing that I do but you know having that backing and building that up while I was in corporate you know of course is what helped me or gave me the confidence to actually go full-time into working for myself um and so it's interesting because when I got out into the world these past three and a half years of trying to get mortgages, car loans, you name it, like the amount of hoops that I have to jump through to be able to get these things. And I make triple, quadruple what I made when I was working in corporate at a, at a decent job, right? Like very secure, very stable, very cushy is absolutely insane. They need to see every single piece because I'm a huge risk after working for myself for over two years, you know, was really when I started to apply it. It's amazing because a, a company can let you go in the blink of an eye. It's funny because that's exactly what happened with us. Like um, we had purchased two investment properties and within six months COVID hit. And so we were approved for those mortgages because, you know, um, my husband and I, we were both working corporate and so approved, no problem, easy. And then COVID hit and he was let go right? Thank God. But he was let go. And then he started to work for himself. And that was the push we needed. But, you know, it's amazing because, again, the instability of working for yourself or the perceived instability of working for yourself is so much less of a risk than working for somebody else. Because at the end of the day, you can pivot, you can change, you can start something new, especially if you've got those skills. Whereas if you're looking for a job and you get let go, how long are you jobless for? Or are you just filling the gap with something that it's going to pay the bills or do whatever you needed to do, right? So once you get out of the system, like through that, that education system that really, again, isn't pushing you towards entrepreneurship. Nobody says, hey, you could be an entrepreneur. Or, hey, you know what, Didi, you're really good at this. You know, you could, you could think about doing this as your own business. And they say, oh, Didi, you're going to be a great psychologist. Like, okay. Um, well, once you get out, it's actually not helpful either, right? The way things are set up, it's almost looked down upon. So you gotta. You can't get financing for certain for for vehicles. You can't get financing for homes through typical lenders. Like it's, you know, you're always looking for different alternatives because mainstream doesn't fit the bill. And the thing is, there are so many advantages to working for yourself in terms of, you know, I I mean, I remember punching the clock, getting in it. I worked for one company where I even had to punch out, like literally on a punch clock for breaks. Um, my first job out of school was at a call center and, you know, you couldn't even go to the bathroom without having to ask like that 
is just crazy. And they, you were expected to sit at your desk for those nine hours of the day, like say for lunch, sorry, but sit at the desk and not move. There wasn't any standing up, walking around, any of this. Like you were literally tied to your desk with a headset. And I just knew, thank God that was my first job and it was so horrible. The people were great, don't get me wrong, but the job, the work itself, my goodness, you will kill somebody, like their soul. You will kill their soul doing that for the, your entire life. But people rely on it for stability, right? They come in at a certain time. They leave at a certain time. The day is done when it's done and that's it. So I totally get that. Um, but again, the whole thing is, you know, as soon as I got there, I started to ask myself and question, you know, what do I actually want to do? Because I know I can't do this for the next even two years. There's no way that I could do it. Like I put my time in, I was a kind of a job hopper and everyone said, oh, that's not going to look good. Like if you keep changing jobs, but every year and a half, I would switch jobs because I absolutely friggin' hated being in that construct. You got to be here for eight. You got to be here for nine. You're leaving at four. You're leaving at five. And then I remember too, like working corporate, I was really good at what I was doing and I started to do more and I was promoted and promoted through the company. But of course, if there was stuff to do, they'd say, ah, oh, Didi can do it, right? Just get Didi to do it. Things totally outside of my domain, just because I was good at what I did. And I, do you think I got paid more? Of course not, right? <laughs> it's under the same job title. I'm do, doing a hundred different things that aren't in there. And so, you know, we have to conform to their constructs of be here at this time, take these breaks. This is your vacation time. Yet when it comes to us doing stuff outside of the job description, it's like, yeah, yeah, you can do that. Like, don't worry. Let, let us put that on your plate. That's one thing that really, 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 really bothered me. And when it came to like development and even that, it's you're so head down trying to get this overflow of things done that you can't even like look at development or where else could I learn or where else could I be or what else could I be doing? So these are all things that really pushed me to continue to say like, I want to work for myself. I don't want to work for anybody. Like I don't want anybody telling me what to do. And I knew that, but it took me years to figure it out because again, we go through this thing and it's like, you know, this, this system. And for years and years and years, we're told, um, you know, do this and get a job and this will help you and this is what it'll be and, and everything will be okay and cushy and go ahead, take that loan for school and blah, 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 blah. Honestly, it was like, I was so scared to step out of that. And so it's a fluid process. And that's the one thing that I learned. So I would always tell, you know, the people around me, like, I know I want to work for myself. I just have no idea what I want to do. And it's like, I remember my aunt telling me when you find it, like, you'll know, you'll figure it out. Um, and the thing is like I did, but it was fluid and it continued to change. And I was so set on the security, like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this business. And this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Right? Like that's what I was looking for. That's not the way it panned out and usually isn't. So I started off with, um, translation services that I marketed on Kijiji of all things. So I would translate different documents, et cetera, et cetera. I created the business. I started to understand like taxes and started to learn about that stuff. What could I expense? What could I not? All these different pieces. And I saw, hey, this is actually a pretty good gig in the sense of I'm taking home way more than I would have or than I, than I do in my corporate job, right? And it's only been getting worse and worse in terms of how much we're actually taxed off our paychecks, at least here in Canada. 
And so, you know, there are so many benefits to actually doing something on your own and being able to leverage that just like those big corporations do, right? Like there's a line, you got to understand what you can and can't, can't do. But at the end of the day, you know, what you're taking home is a lot different than what you're taking home when you're working for somebody and they're just pulling it right off, right? Um, so I would always say, you know, okay, I don't know what I want to do. So I started off translation services. That shifted. I started, um, like I did a little bit of content for a couple uh, clients, I guess. Um, and then I kept moving into different things. So I created a couple businesses, didn't follow through on them. And at the end of the day, you know, now I have quite a few different things that I do. One of the pieces that really kicked that off for me and my husband was buying our first house, being absolutely broke, being in a lot of debt and not being able to pay it off with my job. Like I felt like I wasn't getting ahead. And it's like month after month, you know, we, we bought this house. It was a hundred K over what we, uh, you know, had wanted to spend. Um, not that that made a huge difference on the mortgage payment anyways. It really was like the monthly living costs that just killed us. And so, you know, we had debt from buying furniture, getting settled in, all these different pieces, trying to pay that off, trying to run the house, all these different things. And I just, again, I felt like I was drowning. I'm like, I can't do anything here, right? Um, and so that was when it was like, okay, we got to figure this out. We ended up, you know, flipping that, selling that in a, a like a year, I think it was a year and a half later. I can't even remember, but we're making money. Then we got the next place and we flipped that, converted it, flipped it, whatever, kept going, 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 going. And that's where it's like, that gave me, and I was doing all of this while I was working full time. So the thing is like the houses that we did, we did all like all the work that's not required by licensed trades on our own. Um, so we did the flooring, we would do the painting, like I would do the tiling, like all these different pieces. And it's like, it took us so much longer than if we had hired someone and flipped it. And <laughs> it's like, okay, you know, we could have done three in the time. Yeah, we make less profit on each, but if we're doing three in a year, it's a lot different than doing one, right? You're still making more profit at the end of the day. Um, not something that we understood. So outsourcing is a big piece. Um, and maybe I'll talk about that at some point, but that's the whole piece. So real estate in that sense was what really enabled me or gave me the confidence to actually jump out of corporate because I had a really good job with a really great company. Um, and they were so accommodating cause I tried to leave and they, you know, kept me on part time and then they, you know, they would pro kept promoting me and they kept me on part time and blah, 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 blah. And they would never do that normally. I'm really grateful for that. But at the end of the day, I knew like, this isn't it. Like I, 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 I know that there's a lot of opportunity with that organization, but this isn't it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not passionate about this. I want to go do my own thing. Um, and so, yeah. And, and again, like it was really real estate that was the tool that gave me the confidence to be able to do that, to be able to step out of that. Right. That was the, the key piece there. Um, and so, you know, we kept flipping and burring and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, now we are where we are. And I honestly, I don't think either of us, my husband and I could imagine working for somebody at this point or having to punch the clock or whatever. I know that there are organizations and, and trades and fields where you, know, you actually love what you do and you work for really great people or really great organizations and it works. And that is what I love. And, you know, for my own business, like that's what I want or that I focus on building and that I want to 
really pour energy and intention into you in the sense of, I want people to actually want to do this. Like even being a mom myself and my husband being a, a, a parent, like he's got to come home and put the kids to bed some days too. Right. And so even thinking about that, it's like for me to understand employees and, you know, their needs and whatnot, these are people, we are not numbers. And a lot of the time in big corps, like that's what we end up being. Um, not again, not all the time, but majority of the time. Um, and so it really is important for employers too, to understand and to realize that these are people, they're human beings and working nine to five, even having to do your commute in or out and then having kids at home or trying to raise a family or do anything, get your laundry done. If it's not the two days on the weekend is next to impossible. Um, and I just think that's such a key piece. And so Again, for me, I knew that I didn't want to do that for the rest of my life. I knew that I wanted to step outside of that, and I did. And I, I gained the confidence. It took me many, many years, and it didn't look how I thought it was going to look like. I thought I was going to find something. I was going to be it. I was going to do it for the rest of my life, and I would be set. It wasn't even close to that. And my businesses keep on evolving as it sits. Like, everything is fluid, and it keeps changing. And it's this idea and then it's this idea and I get inspired and then I get scared and then I, and then I do it. And you know, it, it is what it is, but it's definitely a, a huge learning process for me. And I think it's always going to be that way. The one thing that I just, you know, want to obviously articulate through this is I, I don't think entrepreneurship is a really easy step to take just because again, how kind of society has constructed the ideas around it. Um, and even the tools that we have to succeed, they're just not there, right? Um, it, it's just not there. The support is not there. So you have to kind of look for that elsewhere. And there are different places and different people and different coaches and mentors. And obviously you have to have money for that. And how do I do this? And blah, 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 blah. I can tell you, like, I, I mean, I've spent, gosh, I've spent, I'm sure over $200,000 at this point on coaches, mentors, courses, you name it, like over, you know my lifetime um and and especially when doing this and like building my own businesses out and that's paid itself back tenfold for sure but when it came to my student loans i just remember paying that off month by month and doing absolutely nothing that had to do with my degree at all so you know what i mean it's like it's a it's a toss-up if you're thinking about entrepreneurship or you're not sure and you're you're thinking oh you know what i would love to work for myself or i'm not really into working here i want to be home with my kids whatever it may be I just want to, you know, be that person that tells you you can absolutely do it. If anybody can do it, it's not even about, it is about hard work. Don't get me wrong. But I think mindset is such a key piece of that as well. I know for me, until I quit my corporate job, even working at part-time and doing the other stuff that I was doing, until I quit that corporate job, nothing really took off, right? Like I had to cut it. And I got the confidence again because I had some, I knew I wasn't going to be completely broke. And, you know, I didn't have much savings or anything. Everything was getting poured into these houses that we were doing, but I knew there was a benefit to it. So until I cut that off, until I created the space for that growth, for that flourishing of my own businesses and my own talents and my own skills, and my own individuality, it wasn't able to actually take up that space because I had this other corporate job taking up the space there instead. And so, you know, that's one thing. It It's scary. You know, it doesn't mean that you have to do it forever. If you end up like, what's the worst that's going to happen, right? Really, truly, if you can 
prep a little bit, get to a place where you feel semi okay. Like, Hey, if I'm out of work for two months, so be it. If I have to do Uber, so be it. Like, I mean, I, I know we've both done Uber, my husband and I, during that period where we weren't sure what was going on. It was maybe 2017. Like I signed up, I don't even think I drove, but I know my, my husband did for like a week, <laughs> but it's still like, it's okay. How do I create that backup plan? Right. How do I do that to be able to, you know, ensure or feel a little bit more confident and be able to focus my energy in on actually building out this business or building up this idea or building up this concept, whatever it may be. Right. So again, if you're thinking about becoming an entrepreneur or opening your own thing or doing your own business, just know that you don't have to have it all planned out. That's the one thing. Second, also know that there are always ways around these, again, societal kind of constructs or limitations that we perceive and, you know, always, always, always a way around it. Um, and a way to get through it, right? But truly that if, if that's something that you feel that you're called to, like you have something you want to share with the world, you want to get out there, then absolutely I would encourage you to, you know, actually look into doing that. Everybody can do it. Um, you'll see, you know, if it, if it was just about hard work, there are a lot of people that work a lot harder than I do that, you know, make less money, so to speak, right? And I think we can all say that, right? It's not just about that. It's about the mindset. It's about creating the space. It's about setting the intention. It's about moving forward from there, from that place of, okay, you know, I'm going to commit to this fully and, and watch this grow. And I have confidence knowing that I can actually do this. It's a hard place to get to, right? It's a whole process. I know, again, for me, it took me a long time. But at the end of the day, again, if it's something that you're, you're called to that you want to do, then I absolutely would say, Go for it or start to explore it, like figure it out, look for coaches, look for mentors, whoever it is, it's going to help support you. doesn't mean you have to quit right off the bat. You know, maybe you set yourself up to a place where, again, you feel semi-comfortable that you could survive for two months and you get going from there. There are so many different things that you can do to kind of fill that gap or whatever it is. But when you have the intention to make it work, you will make it work. You absolutely can do it. Anybody can do it. Um, because everybody's got that, that in them and everybody's got that unique offering, right? I just think there's so much that we have to give out to the world. And like, sometimes when we're trapped in that cushy job, we we're never able to express it. And there's so many people that could benefit from what people have, um, that, that they don't, right? The others don't, some people do, some people don't, these different talents, these different ideas and perceptions and viewpoints. It's just like, let's get it out there, right? It's, it's a beautiful thing. So again, hope you guys are having a good week. Hope you guys are going to have a great weekend. Uh, but if you're thinking about starting a business, start thinking about it. You absolutely can do it. Until next time.